At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral Hygiene. Welcome to Oral Hygiene. It is the podcast where we talk about educational films, experimental films, avant-garde films, and weird documentaries. Uh, this is Matt. Today with me is Luke Summerhays. Hello. What's up? I like ass. I like titties. My rhymes are fast and I'm in your city. To, to work out the stock exchange. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just came up with that. <laughs> because today's film is work of the stock exchange. We learn all about money, stocks, and things that just went in one ear and out my other. But uh, This is a 1950, I think it said. In one ear and out your mother. <laughs> um, yeah, 50-something. <laughs> I think it was literally 1950. Yeah. Or did it just say 1950s? I don't know. So um, I, I guess there's not too much of a story here, but do you want to give us that uh, three to four sentence summary you'd find in your uh, TV guide? Yeah, this is a piece of propaganda which exists to convince you that um, stockbrokers and financial exchanges provide some value to society and are not just vampires. Why is everyone's movie so joyless? Because they are joyless. They're fucking... They exist. They're leeches. They know that they don't have any reason for existing. They know that they're a bane on society. And yet they just, they're consumed only by greed. There's no making them happy. So Fritz, like They just want the numbers to go up, and it can never go up enough. So Fritz Long be- began making Metropolis in 1922, but it didn't come out until 1927. Wait, we already did Metropolis, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did Metropolis. Yeah. What do we just watch again? What, what's wrong with your brain right now, Matt? <laughs> Ticker tape and numbers <laughs> and, you know, uh, disturbing scowls. It's kind of the same thing, in a way. Yeah, so L- Less sci-fi so, coolness. Metropolis was about, like, the joining of the heart and mind. This had, There's no heart in this. <laughs> no, no, this is all the mind. This is the mind taking you to places you, like, don't want to go. Yeah, this is just the fucking machines taking over. This is the beginning of the end, though. <laughs> like, this is... Like, at this point, it almost made sense. It was built on an indefensible position because the only reason this exists is because there are people who have so much money that just having their money can make them more money. They already should be up against the wall. But this is the point where they start... The course of the human civilization is based on these guys trying to make their numbers go up. And this is the beginning of it. And now we live in this fucking world we live in where people are being killed. People are dying in their thousands in my home country every day because we have to feed men into this moloch of capitalism so that these people's imaginary number can go up. Yeah. It's not real. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that that is the demon that is a corporation. I mean, the American dream is based on your successful corporation, but the corporation is there to serve the corporation only, not people, just to serve the bottom line. And this movie is like a primer on, like, how you can make that happen while never smiling once or enjoying your life. See, my main interaction with it, because it's like through entertainment and media, right? I like video games and movies. So my experience of this is that we get the same crap content over and over, 
because they know that it will turn a profit. But we never get anything interesting or fun and new because it's a risk and these people don't take risks. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think I've said it before, but I don't really actually understand money. I've had my mother come on and, and not on the podcast, but talk to me. Um, you know about like CDs. I'm like, yeah, I want some more music. You know, CD yeah. apparently has something financial. You know. know, like right now, I'm trying. I'm going. I'm jumping through hoops to get like stimulus checks that are apparently sent to me. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, I um, who was one of our guests on the Sci-Fi Sanctuary was talking about this. Um, but like, growing up, the because my parents didn't have were always made money something I worry about I now don't want to think about it yeah and like just the, the thought of having to think about my money just fills me with a panic attack so I just don't I know enough to know that it's all fucked <laughs> <laughs> no my, my main ledger is um, what I have in my pocket you know I can work that out That's I know that I have enough. enough to hand that I can pay my bills and I can put food on my table and buy the things I want to buy Beyond that, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and like people will say, oh, you should be, you know, saving for your future, investing for your future. My generation won't get to retire. Who are you kidding? <laughs> if I invest, it's going to disappear into some banker's pocket long before I get to see a cent of it. So in 1950, was it worth a try? Oh, what, to save your money for the future? Or invest in stocks or do whatever. Did you have more of a fair swing? In oh yeah, fifty more. So, well, the numbers they're talking about in this film are like a thousand dollars, like seventeen hundred dollars. That's more money then. Yeah, but it's still that was achievable by most people, right? Yeah. You you bag groceries seven days, a, five days a week for thirty years, and you'll have more than that. I'm just saying, 1950. Could could the common man have you know bring their joyless face and have a seat at the table at that point in time? Or in you would do it. Home? You would do it like oh, the boys at the the local social club have gathered up together and we've bought a stock sort of thing. Mm. But yeah, you could be involved. You still kind of can now. I know friends who sometimes do like buy small numbers of stock to make a small profit. What's fair though? Do that, or you steal a Chevy and go on a Jack Kerouac uh, Dharma bums trip? The latter. <laughs> it's more moral to go and rob a bank. <laughs> <laughs> so, folks, do the right thing and rob your local bank. And, and do a quick change Bill Murray style where you're going as a clown. Oh, yeah, and make sure that you smash as many windows as you can while you're in there. Make sure you burn things. A crying on the inside clown. But obviously don't hurt the staff. They're innocent. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you bump, if you go in there and the freaking the guy who owns the bank is in there, then, yeah, punch him in the face so hard that his, the bone in his nose goes through his brain and he dies. <laughs> They're innocent, but are they dead? Hey. <laughs> are they dead inside? We all are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess bank teller, if you're in, uh, 25, is that the worst job? I don't know. Um, I don't know. No, I mean, I worked in a supermarket. I think it's worse. Yeah. Um, it pays okay. One of my Japanese friends used to work in a bank. She pretty much hates it. But <laughs> <laughs> but I've, it must be pretty painful to be handling that much money when you're just barely on the, like, you can put food on your table. And this much money is going through your hands every single day. Oh, no. I'm just going to some fat cat. I think if you want to live your life properly, and, and properly, that's a, that's a general term. I guess there's different versions, but you got to live a little funky, right? Yeah. You choose your kind of funk, right? Right. There's no funk in this uh, assessment of reality. Because these people, well, I mean, these people do have fun. They have cocaine, let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just got, like, martinis. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, martinis fine, too, but, uh, yeah. I don't know. You, the, if you think of the period when this was made, this is like early days of the Cold War, right? So the the opposite 
of this is, you know, Soviet communism. And I guess part of the reason a film like this is made is to try and justify their system. But as I'm watching it, I'm just like, whoa, strip all this excess money and put it back in, you know, meaningfully. And then, oh, we have to have a stock exchange because otherwise money's just sitting there. We all, you're starting from the fucked position and treating the symptom, not the disease. Well, money's just paper, right? Well, yeah. And then we get into the banks where we have like, like fractional uh, shit where it's like what the bank has to have like one-tenth of what they're actually dealing with. It's insane, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, um, I was reading a fantasy novel recently and there's a bit where they break into like the kingdom's reserves or whatever. And they're talking about how it's crazy that all this money just sits here and people are, it never moves between hands. People just change bits of paper which say they own this money. But, like, that's even more ridiculous now. Yeah. It's not, the money that is changing hands doesn't even represent some gold somewhere. It's just nonsense. That's fractional reserves. That's what, that's what I'm yeah. thinking of. Sorry, you spat out the other word. But I'm like, it's getting more and more fractional because the game keeps getting, like, more and more called. But no, no, the game's not over. We got to keep doing this shit. But every time the game is over, they just take billions of dollars of taxpayers' money and start the game again. I mean, 2008 was a pretty loud wake-up call, which didn't quite get hurt. But no one woke up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they were totally fucking us, and they got away with it scot-free. And, and we're getting it now. We're like, like, Japan, we still have some groovy businesses around, you know? Well, Japan generally is way less of this kind of um, stock-led businesses. Generally, companies... The profit doesn't just go into someone's back pocket. It gets fed back into the company. I'm just saying in America now, it's like, oh, if you want to go to the corner hardware store, no, they're closed, you're fucked, you know? Well, especially after 2020. But, that, yeah. That's specifically what I mean, right? Oh, right, 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 right. But, oh, if you go to Target or, or Walmart, COVID's not a problem, apparently? Well, again, because they can just... They've got enough money to just tank it. Yeah. That, Maybe they did have to shut for two weeks, but... Sorry, I, I, I do like to have all different perspectives, but we, we are definitely echo chambering today, but I guess um, this is a place to echo chamber because right. it's bullshit. <laughs> yes. I fucking hate this modern, oh, there's two sides to every... Sometimes there's not. Sometimes one of the sides is wrong. Climate change is real. The financial system is fucked. <laughs> Transgender people are people. There's not two sides to these debates. There's the correct side, and there are cunts. Don't listen to these cunts. If they try and talk to you, shut them down. If they, if they resist, punch them in the face. <laughs> Don't invite them onto your talk show to show both sides. You know what you're doing. You're inviting them on because they're controversial in what they say, and you can get some views out of anger. But you're still... Someone out there agrees with them, and they're listening to it, and they're feeling encouraged. Don't encourage these people. So, a lot of people, like, you know, look at this movie, this movie does it, where we are now valuing the dollars above the people, which, I, I guess what we're getting, I mean, when you think about it, well, any... This you know. movie, it, the opening statement of this movie is that land money and people are equal things. <laughs> and they exist to be ground up for profit. They, if they're not currently providing capital, then they are wasting their existence. Well, legally, I think some corporations are people now. I mean, Something they shouldn't like be, that, but yeah. I'm just saying legally they are. Well, I look on fucking Twitter and it, all it is is people trying to be companies and companies trying to be people. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the system! I'm really just bringing on more, more tirades. 
Oh, I chose this film because I felt like going on a tirade because <laughs> of the, the GameStop thing recently made me think about money. And also, um, I, don't, I assume you're not, but you know the company Activision? Well, I know the company Activision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they actually had a record profit year in 2020 because of um, people were buying a lot of video games. They're stuck in their home. Right. But that money all just goes into their CEO's pocket. And, like, the people who made those video games as soon as they finish their contract to make that game are out on the street <laughs> like yeah. it's fucked the people running the making the money and running our world the people who are rich enough to influence our politics they do not value our lives like this year I've quit Twitter and Facebook and I've moved to Japan <laughs> because I if I continue to think about the world in the West the only thing that will ever satisfy the way I feel and think about that is if I become a violent revolutionary. <laughs> there is no... You either have to not think about it at all or some heads have got to come off some shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I said every everyone in this film go up against the wall, but, um, you know, a lot of educational films in, in particular, you know, they come across as kind of quaint now, you know, and, mm. and, and this one does on the surface, but the Is ideas I have not died. The ideas are unfortunately still pretty, uh, you know, ingrained in the, the Western... But they've, uh, they've become more extreme. Yeah. <laughs> like this... The only thing that's quaint about this is like, oh, here's a ticker tape machine, and here's a, um, we have to write it on a chalkboard instead of the computers. Again, that's the hard people to in Metropolis. The but. people in this are not quaint. The people in this are ghouls. <laughs> like these are fucking monsters, and you can see in their eyes that they're monsters. Those are the eyes of a shark, not a human being. Well, I mean, you know, it's like, oh, they're not acting. Well. They're just giving their lines out very plainly and explaining the situation. Where you're like, well, yeah, that actually is. That's, that's right here because that's exactly how they talk when they fornicate their wives who don't love them <laughs> they fornicate their wives <laughs> it's time to fornicate <laughs> I'm going to enter you now <laughs> I am complete wash yourself <laughs> then prepare my dinner <laughs> Yeah, okay, I guess that's where we are, because these people are, like, joyless. It's like, hey, look at this great example of someone you don't want to be because they suck. Right, but people do want to be them. That's what makes me so angry. <laughs> like, we, oh, the Western society is built on this ideal that the best thing you can be is rich. <laughs> and, like, most of the rich people aren't happy because there's someone richer than them. <laughs> and they've tied their happiness to having a lot of money. <laughs> Like, people are all like, also, do you know who loves to say money can't buy you happiness? People with lots of money. <laughs> no, money can't buy them happiness because they don't have souls. If I had enough money that I could always eat and not have panic attacks, I'd be a lot happier. Which, <laughs> admittedly, I am now. Like, but when I was working in, like, a supermarket in the UK, like, you know, I'd have to choose, okay, well, this month I'm going to pay my electricity because I already paid my water last month so I can get away with being one month late. <laughs> Like, now I at least, I can pay all my bills, I can eat food, I can go on trips, whatever. But, you know, an extra $1,000 a month, I could, like, see my family more often and shit. Yeah. <laughs> but Japan, you know, we were living in Japan, and, um, I mean, you know, there's, there's plenty of problems in Japan, but one thing is, no one's that obsessed about money. Like, it's assumed, like, uh, you know, like, family supports family, you know, you try and run through it the best you can. Well, um, Doing stocks in Japan is still kind of a hobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I noticed most of our students don't have a fucking clue about money. 
Right. Whereas, like, parents in the West, it's a big point that you make your kids get a job as soon as they're old enough so they understand money. <laughs> so it makes the world go around. But um, I love bringing up this example. Uh, during the Wii U era, when Nintendo weren't doing so great, all the management cut their pay in half rather than let anyone go. You can't even imagine that from a Western company. <laughs> Jeff Bezos would rather that people, like, piss in their own pants than he loses a single cent of the $2,000 that he makes a second. <laughs> I mean, I sometimes I exaggerate for comic effect. Jeff Bezos does deserve to die. <laughs> like, he is abhorrent. He has so much blood on his hands. Like, every single second that he doesn't end world hunger is an active choice that he's making. And he is responsible for thousands of deaths every day because this money that could be... Money is meant to represent, I have done something for you and now I can use money to get something for me. That's not what it means anymore. It's just a number that goes up in his pocket. And it's not buying food to put on people's tables. It's not buying medicine or clothes. It's just... It's just his high score in this game that he's playing with Elon Musk. And, like, the only winning move is not to play. <laughs> now I feel terrible that I have a few reggae CDs coming in the mail from Amazon. I mean, I shop on Amazon because I have a fucking choice of my guy. He's got a monopoly on business. <laughs> I could, okay, I could have a choice, but it was cheaper that way. And I only have so much money. And even for me, like, I mean, I'm kind of like, you know, my finances are split across a couple countries. I, I barely know what's going on with my finances. And, mm. you know, I, I try and keep it relatively, you know, um, Spartan in my expenses. But, you know, I buy some shit sometimes, right? So. My biggest outgoing is fucking junk food. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of that in there, too, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, um, I like to read a lot of books, and I can't buy very many English language books in, the, in Japan. So I'm kind of forced to go on Amazon. But most, if I can buy it elsewhere, I try to, but yeah. I have found, um, if you go, I mean, if it's like current books, buying from the author is usually a good uh, choice. No, that's true, actually. Yeah. <laughs> like, if there's a book you want to read and it's an author that currently has a website, you can probably buy it directly from them, and then you won't feel, investigate that next you won't time feel dirty own. inside at that point, so. <laughs> mm. But, uh... I, I'm hoping to enjoy my reggae music, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to buy the new Taylor Swift album on the way home, but I'm going to go to Tower Records and do it. Well, she got a new, new one? Well, she, she, it's apparently she made them as, like, two at the same time. This is the oh, you mean album. the late 2021, okay. Yeah, because okay. she brought, like, two in 2020. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, I never picked up the late one, yeah. Everyone, everyone around me loves Taylor Swift. I'm a, I'm a little cold, but I explained to my wife, actually, I was like, we were having lunch last week. I was like, okay, her songs, are, her, she's fine, but we were listening to like the 2010 album, like Fearless or 2009, whatever. I was like, the session musicians are just as boring as possible. Yeah. That was my issue, being a musician. I was like, there's bass is just playing the, the root notes, the drummer's just keeping a four on the floor beat with no interesting variants or funk. Yeah, know? the best Taylor Swift stuff is when it's just her and her guitar. Yeah, yeah. Or, or that would say, I said, oh, okay, 1989, I kind of like that one because that's got all the electronic shit on yeah, it. Yeah, that's right? why it's going for super pop, you know? Yeah, so, okay, little, little Taylor Swift side note. I'm, 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 you're a fan, I'm like whatever, but you know, my family are fans, so I'm in this like Taylor Swift like um, whirlpool. I mean, yeah, the dream would be that she just sits at the end of my bed and serenades me with an acoustic guitar. <laughs> Not even in a sexual way. Right, right, no, I, 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 I caught you there. <laughs> so, are you going to be in, uh, investing in the stock market anytime soon? 
I'm going to be investing lead bullets into stock <laughs> stock market fucking oh, traders. That's kind of where Fight Club went in the end, and that movie has been taking a weird trajectory more and more. I feel like. Yeah, like that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the um we, we talked about on the sci-fi sanctuary where like I don't understand what a red pill means but I, I feel like the ending of Fight Club has been like more and more engineered into a red pill in a bad way but I'm not sure it should be yeah the point of Fight Club is meant to be anti-capitalist it's also meant to be kind of anti-violent yeah whereas people just <laughs> take it on face value yeah it's good to punch dudes <laughs> but blow up some buildings with financial records that have no one inside go for it well you know what the ultimate what I want is I want to do what the bad guy in Goldeneye was trying to do. Yeah. Just wipe it with a big EMP. <laughs> I'm like, I don't... Yeah, because in Fight Club, there were a few, like... I mean, there had to be a few, like, security officers, if no one else in those buildings. Right. I don't... I don't personally actually want to kill anyone. I mean, if we accept that we're in a world where anyone deserves to die, these people are the people who deserve to die. But, ideally, we could solve it without killing anyone. Just need to strip them of their capital. <laughs> just bring down that system and, you know, go considerably more socialist than even Bernie Sanders would have got. I, I think the key thing is you need to find a place where you can be the person you want to be without the trappings of capitalism, without even the trappings of socialism. Like, you know, if I'm doing my own thing in the place I'm in, then I'm living my life and I'm doing my best. I know. <laughs> I, well, that's, that's it. Because I, I think I can do that. I just... I get so worked up about things on the other side of the planet that I can't even do anything about. And that's why I just need to, I'm trying to separate myself from it. And, you moved and I just got out of my way to not It's the other that. side because you already moved halfway yep. to try and get away from it all. But then I'm still like on Twitter and it's telling me that, you know, this... Some guy I've never met and I'm never gonna meet is defending Elon Musk or he's talking about how the whites are being replaced or whatever bullshit it is today. Why do I care? I wish I could not care. How but I can't. Uh, Grimes... Poor, poor Grimes. I hope she's okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm going to time. I'm going for the timing. You're here. I, I've been having to like sputter out like podcasts and shit on my own. So, are, are you want the 20 second challenge? All right. Okay, 20 second challenge. Ready, set, go. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you can find it on Twitter at Oral Hygiene Pod. You can also find it on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, well, anywhere you get your podcasts, just search Oral Hygiene Podcast. Me and Matt make other podcasts. You can find all of them by going to patreon.com forward slash podcastio podcastios there's Matt Luke Sci-Fi Sanctuary Monster Mash Luke Lost Pokemon and if you like the music you heard you can find Matt's music at rovingstagemedia.bandcamp.com 2140 that's pretty good I took quite a deep breath in the middle there that wasn't very yeah good. I did catch that that was at 13 <laughs> seconds by the way <laughs> So anyway, you know, live your life. You don't need to get into the stock market shit. No. But, like, any time one of these rich people or one of these famous people or one of these politicians tries to pretend that you're their friend, you're not. They are the enemy. And every time you vote, every time you make a purchasing decision, remember that. Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done. <laughs>